0: To the wildly tarot podcast. Hi, Esther. Hi, Holly. It Summer, has been like a week, so long. Two <laughs> weeks, three weeks, three weeks, three weeks. I think like three well, weeks. Well, and originally we were all on board to start our regularly scheduled programs, and then my entire state. <laughs> <fired. laughs> it's not oh funny. Gosh. It's horrible. But I literally texted Esther the day we were supposed to record, or the day before we were supposed to record last week, and I was like. So I just got an evacuation warning. Um, I don't know if tomorrow morning works for (laughs) recording.
1: We have a a go bag packed, and I don't know if we're going to be using it or not. I have exactly six decks and then my car decks, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah, I mean, that is the, I guess,
0: only silver lining is that I totally know what my desert island decks are. I know. I had to
1: pack an evacuation bag. (laughs) Between my flooding and your fire, we definitely know what our (laughs) evacuation decks are now. Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. So we can always answer that question. Um, but anyway, I'm really happy to see your face. And I'm I know. so excited to do a regular episode. And also that like, I mean, I never want summer to be over. Actually, who am I kidding? I know I, I hate it's way summer. too hot and it's yeah. way too stressful with work. Yep. But both of our work stresses are ebbing. Dissipating. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Even though yesterday I cried, at least <laughs> it's ending ish. Yes.
1: That was yesterday and today is today. exactly
0: exactly uh so yeah i mean it's gonna be nice to kind of get back into the normal like swing of things um even though there's still a pandemic and all of that stuff but at least the
1: podcast will feel normal. (laughs) normal exactly well we will see each other every week now and possibly even more possibly even more um
0: so evasive with our information um but anyway <laughs> we'll share <laughs> updates when we can how about yes that? yes uh, but anyway, yeah, so I'm excited about this episode. We're actually gonna answer three questions because it's been so long since we answered any any questions <laughs> and they're so good up. this week. They're... I know, and all of them have like t- tight turnaround request times. If you don't if you've never submitted a question to us before to your listener, uh, you can indicate how quickly you'd like a response. And all of these said like within a month or within two weeks, and all of them are being done. Basically, the day... The
1: day that we, they need um, to be finished. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're turning in our project at exactly 11.59 Story before the store. Story of my life.
0: Story <laughs> of my life. <laughs> so our card of the day today let's just get rolling our card of the day today is the four of pentacles
1: Yeah. All right, so we're gonna have to
0: show some restraint today. Is that
1: possible? Have we ever shown restraint in our podcast? What does that even mean? We're a Taurus and a Leo. Restraint is not in our vocabulary. No.
0: (laughs) Not only do we show a certain lack of restraint almost always, but also the hyperbole alone is like (laughs) makes us unable to show restraint. Exactly. We're like more likely to, I don't know shoot off a firework then yes okay it's yes, exactly no, no pyrotechnics Py- <laughs> yes
1: <laughs> please no, never again gender
0: reveals never again I know so that's the fire that was closest to my house is the one that made like international news because somebody exploded something in a park as part of a gender reveal Um and that fire got within like the evacuation zone was basically like within three miles of my house Jeez. and the fire itself was pretty close i mean it's still pretty close but it's up in the mountains so they don't think it's gonna start coming back down down. our area but the crazy thing is that we can see like at night we can see the mountain on fire like the flame you Uh can see it like it's motherfucking mordor over here like it's wild (laughs) and it was like that the first couple days but then even like two days ago we're checking the mail after dark and nathan was like oh my gosh come here And I was like, okay, I had the dog on a leash. I, like, backed up five steps. And he's like, look, you can see the flames in the mountain. And I was like, that is scary. Yeah. Okay, but, And this comes after, like, weeks and weeks of me being like, I need to move to a more rural area. Like, I need to be up in the mountains. I need to not have any neighbors. And then suddenly, like, the closest mountains to us are, like you know, in danger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sent to Nathan one real estate listing of this really cool house that has like trees growing up through it, which is Ooh. just a childhood dream of mine. Yeah. Uh, on the day where the fire started <laughs> <laughs> in that same area. Oh my gosh. Like, uh, maybe not right now. It's <laughs> like these poor sellers just listed this house and then their entire neighborhood oh my god! but I think that that house is safe like there it's hasn't safe, been yeah. a ton of property damage without fire because it's so remote that's good anyway
1: that's enough fire chat <laughs> with Holly okay so our first question of the episode is from Rosie and she asks like so many I am going through some big changes due to financial setbacks caused by COVID-19 my partner lost his job back in February and although I am able to keep my job and work remotely my income is only one-third of what our combined household income t- used to be. We cannot afford to keep paying rent at prices where we currently live, so we are moving out of state. Unfortunately, we cannot find a friend or family member to take a- both of us and our dog, so we'll- we will be living separately for a while. Oof. I know this setback is temporary, and we have everything that matters – our health, a commitment to each other, opportunities to find new work – Yet I cannot help but feel this is a huge loss. We have been together nearly 10 years, and in the last five, we moved to a new city together and have really been trying to create some permanence for ourselves. I wrote to you almost exactly a year ago with a question about buying a house. Thank goodness we waited. Do you remember do- this question? I feel like we, we, I do vaguely remember this question. Because I feel- I felt bad that we told her don't we buy the house. We told her not. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I yeah. I felt bad. I was like, but we don't usually say bad things, but it's like, don't buy the house.
0: So I think it's that episode. Yeah. I think it was that question too. That was my first thought is like, do you remember
1: that time where we told somebody to
0: wait (laughs) to wait? We also did it about a dog though. So maybe I'm conflating those two questions.
1: Um, But now everything is being wiped away. No home, no financial security, no community connections. And especially with my partner living several States away, I just feel stripped of everything. There is no end date to all this and nothing I can do can do to control this situation I will be 38 this week. Hooray for Leo's Esther. Yay. Happy Happy birthday. But have nothing to show for all the work I've done to create a life for myself in the last 20 years. I know this is an unreasonable overreaction, but the stress and grief I feel at all of this upheaval is leaving me veering towards depression. I tried to consult my cards for guidance and comfort, but I am not in a great head or heart space to feel very connected to them right now. The one spread I did try was too disheartening. Perhaps yeah. I did not put enough intention to my props, and I was just capturing my inks instead. So then she gives us the positions and the card that she pulled for those positions. Yeah. How can I remain positive during this transition, the Knight of Cups? And she's like, "Ack! all the fields are taking control. Two, how can I support my partner while we are apart? Ten of Swords. I can't. I'm all wrung out and dead inside. What <laughs> opportunity... <laughs> Oh, what opportunities Rosie. exist that I'm not seeing? Five of Pentacles. Nothing is available to us, so we are S O L. What's S O L? Shit out of luck. Oh my okay. goodness. Okay. I don't know S O L. This is. I know. It's the cult. I it. It's the cult. Holy. I, know. I love it when stuff like
0: that happens because, like, my dad used to say we were S O L. Like, oh really? To us. Yeah. <laughs> it's supposed to be the nice version oh okay
1: i was like S-O-L- but I guess is- it
0: still incorporates the word shit even yeah. if you're not saying it
1: i was I was like soul okay i was trying to figure out all the acronyms that i know and shit out of luck was not one we're latin and spanish for sun sun okay so i thought maybe it was like sad that kind of got like screwed up in text sad of life yeah Hopefully you can see something I'm not or pull new cards without the negative emotional attachment I'm giving all this. I usually don't read reversals, so I cannot recall if any of these were reversed. That seems like the reversal thing. Yeah.
0: Might be reason enough to just pull new cards. Because I think that, like, I mean, I feel like we're always sort of veering into the territory of people accusing us of being too Pollyanna-ish for, like, seeing the Ten of Swords in that position and being, like it's okay if you can't support your partner while you're apart. Yeah. You need his support or whatever. Like we're always turning those tens and nines and sevens around to try to make them more like, I guess, active participant-y than like, but especially if you don't always read reversals, but they do pop up occasionally, maybe just because I don't read reversals. So when something does, when everything comes up upright, except for one card, Sometimes I, even though I don't read reversals, I'll be like, "Well, why was that one upside down?" Right, like, right. I'm so careful to make sure that everything is upright. Okay. So if one of them shows up reverse, sometimes I still do give a little bit of extra attention to that card. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am not that careful. So if it comes out reverse, and I just turn it that <laughs> thing back it. around.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just very careful to keep it all upright. <laughs> I don't know why. I actually I, don't do it with Tarot de Marseille either because Tarot de Marseille doesn't have reversals. Have reversals? Yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. so I think that like the Knight of Cups and the remaining positive is just I think going back to the idea of like it's an emotional thing you're doing moving forward this way. But the Mm. Knight of Cups doesn't have to be that your feelings are in control because the knight is holding the emotions and like deciding to move forward with them. And so I think that maybe putting yourself more in like. You as the night rather than the night as something that's happening to you Mm -hmm. uh, might be helpful in looking about that. Like the, the remaining positive thing is kind of like you're making decisions so you can be in the driver's seat and take care of your own emotional self. And that's what you should be positive about is that you're making conscious decisions, even if it feels reactionary because you're having to do this because of all these other components of your life. You're still saying, I'm taking control of this and I'm keep taking control of my happiness. And that's why we're doing this. So that in the long run, we made decisions to make things be okay.
1: Yeah. And for me, the Knight of Cups is the hopeless romantic knight. Like he's like the one who's driving forward, kind of recklessly in love. Everything is rose-colored glasses. And to remain positive, maybe just be extra affectionate with your partner while you're apart. Like, yeah. just lather all of that on and kind <laughs> of be intentional about being outwardly expressive about things. Like, Yeah. Because if you're saying it out loud, you. then you'll
0: feel more positive. Right,
1: yeah. Yeah. Not kind of like faking it till you make it, but it's, it's a little I similar think just, to that. Like, Well, and also, like, if it. we
0: sort of combine both of our reasonings behind it, it's like you have to look at the bright side that you're making these decisions to move forward. And so focusing on like expressing that component of it rather than the like helplessness that sort of led to that decision-making will help you. Even if it seems like rose colored glasses, it's also actually just helpful to say I'm making this choice. Right. And it's kind of adjusting your
1: focus and your view of the situation too. Yeah, totally.
0: How you can support your partner while you're apart. Okay, so Ten of Swords. I think maybe we should pull another card each for that and just kind of like, because that's not really like an action you know? Yeah, because I feel like that is the anxiety coming through. Right. Just like, right. there's nothing I can do. <laughs> so, how can Rosie
1: support their her partner? partner? Well, I got the moon, so.
0: <laughs> and I got the eight of pentacles. So I think that ju- that the eight of pentacles with the moon is kind of like, it's going to be work and you're going to have to be talking about it a lot. Like, you're mm. going to need to explore what you can do to support him together. It yeah. isn't going to be something that you, like, can just do without his input. Like, he doesn't even know. So it has to be more
1: effort and exploration. Exploration? Yeah. Exploration, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ex- yeah. Because you're you're both in this like weird time together. I mean, we're all in our little like, like weird pods of COVID time.
0: Yeah, but, totally.
1: Uh, yeah. So it's like this weird moon time together, and it's going yeah. to take some effort to be able to keep that communication alive to feel continue to feel secure in your relationship with each other. And you've had ten years of history together, established, and now this is like a new yeah territory for you to go through. Yeah, totally.
0: I think that that makes a lot of sense. So. That can feel, maybe that's also where some of the, like, despair of the Ten of Swords comes through is that it can be hard when you, I think that, like, when you've been together with somebody for so long and you don't know how to help them, it feels like failure. Like, we've been together for so long. How can I not figure out how to fix this? But I think that you're exactly right. Like, we're all sort of navigating in these little COVID pods of, like, figuring out what we each individually need in order to Uh get through it. And so thinking like normally if this were just we had to move or just he lost his job or just whatever, then I would know how to fix it. But because it's all of these things compounding on itself, it is the moon. Like I don't know what to do. But so leaning back on the fact that you've already had this sort of like established relationship, this established way of supporting each other. Means that you can then walk forward with figuring it out still and just don't get bogged down in the idea that somehow you're messing stuff up because you don't know automatically how to fix things. Yeah. Because this is, I mean, it's so boring to say this is unprecedented, but it is.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And you have to have more grace on yourself in the situation because it is so chaotic from so many different angles. It's, you can't take that blame and that guilt on yourself for not having the answers going forward and not being able to cope like you've normally been able to cope because we're all kind of traumatized by the past, you know, eight months. Yeah. Nobody can cope the
0: way that they had before. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. And so you're not alone. No. definitely Um, okay. So what opportunities exist that I'm not seeing five
1: of pentacles? I think also five of pentacles is like, reaching out for help from other people Uh because like for me, especially like even in like the RWS version, people are outside the church and there's people inside the church. Assumingly it's warm and lit inside of the building
0: and cold outside of the building. (sighs) Right.
1: So there may be some opportunities that you're missing because There's not that reaching out for help or going inside for help. But we can also pull cards for additional information. But I wanted to point that out, too.
0: Well, and also, if you have already found... I mean, it's frustrating because nobody could accommodate both of you and the dog. So it probably feels a lot more impoverished and chilly because, like, Mm -hmm. you're not getting a reception of, like, of course, everybody come here. And so it may not feel like the sort of like safe Haven that's behind the figures in the traditional RWS card is that safe because it can accommodate everyone. Um, But that doesn't mean that it's that it like you can't find additional places, you know, like you already are splitting up in order to do so. But I think maybe like focusing on the fact that there is that warm place to be, even if it isn't together could also help, but let's pull more cards because I'm just rambling. Oh, funny. <laughs> opportunities exist Oh, I got the
1: hermit and I got the lovers oh interesting <laughs> so it's learning how to be alone and be together yeah, at the same time yeah. <laughs> I think that feeling
0: like the opportunity that exists is sort of like deepening your relationship with your partner and like finding ways to both like exist on your own but also like utilize those support methods that we were just talking about and that communication to kind of like find additional depth there. Yeah. Like the commitment that you have for each other, the commitment that you have for your future together. I think the hard thing right now is that nobody, it's really hard to imagine the future. Right. Like I think that that's one of the components of why people's depression is getting so amped up is that mm-hmm. normally we would say like, you know, we'll set a set, a exciting trip up for yourself and then you can look forward to that or whatever. Right. Like that's always how I've kind of dealt with like the down periods of my life is like, right. well, you know, in a month and a half I get to go see my parents or in a month and a half I get to, you know, have all my Halloween decorations up or whatever. Right. Although now everyone should already be decorated for Halloween. Don't worry, people. It's mid-September. You're safe. Um, But yeah, there's always like stuff to look forward to and it feels a lot harder right now. And so I think that like if you could just focus on developing that depth of relationship and like that depth of supportiveness, then you can get both the hermit energy sort of like amplified of you feeling okay on your own and Uh also the commitment with your partner stuff amplified because you're able to. Talk through everything and work through how to support each other best. Right, yeah. We okay. want
1: to pull a pep talky little. I think a pep talky dealio. card would be fun. Okay, let's do it. I like it. Do,
0: do, 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 do.
1: Uh, my card spilled all of them. Okay, there we go. No. Okay. Oh, I got the world. Oh. Oh, well, the world, the world also f- like flew out of my deck too. Aww. I think that that's
0: really beautiful because it is sort of like the focusing on the big picture stuff. Like, yeah, it can feel like a lot of decisions have been taken away from you, Rosie, but the reality is that you still do have the control. Like you're making all of these really, really hard decisions where there's no right answer and no winning yeah. in order to prioritize your whole, like the harmony of your life. Mm-hmm. And so I, I also get like, totally get feeling like, well, I'm 38, like I'm an adult and I have nothing together, but you do have stuff together because you're putting so much effort into that harmony. And that's yeah. what's so cool about the decisions you're making, even though they're so hard is that we just each pulled the world as your pep talk. So this is the right move. Like you're doing the right thing. Keep supporting mm-hmm. each other. Keep loving each other. Keep talking about what each of you needs. And yeah. You have an established life just Uh with a less established location.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everything that you've worked for will not go to waste. Everything you've worked for is, has like not been a waste of time. It has not been you putting all of your eggs in one basket. It's just at this very moment, things have been put on pause. Yeah. And then it will come back together and yeah. should be whole again.
0: And keep your eye on that wholeness that you can achieve. And that actually is kind of goes back to the idea of like planning a trip for yourself or having something fun that you're looking forward to. What you're looking forward to is all of these decisions that you're making paying off and that's mm-hmm. where they will, they'll pay off. It just is a matter of getting through it and yeah. sort of working together to do that. Yes. Yes. I agree. Ah, good luck, Rosie. We believe yes, we in you. we love you so much. Oh, yeah. Our second question is from Joanna, and Joanna says, Hi, ladies. I have a question hoping you guys can get to it. I own a creative marketing company with a business partner. I love what I do, and we're doing great with the business. There's always room for growth, of course, but overall things are successful. I've been studying tarot for years, and finally this year, thanks to COVID, I found the time to launch my tarot business. It's grown immensely in a short period of time. And I love creating content on my Instagram and creating good customer experiences for my clients. I'm juggling my both of my businesses. And when I'm in my office with my business partner, she's also a friend. So I open up to her about how well my tarot business is doing, showing her what I create for it and what I'm doing. She's supportive of me, but as of lately I feel like things are weird when I mention my tarot business because it's growing so fast. She'd made comments that I put, that I should put some of that energy into the company I put a lot of myself into our company, so I was a little turned off at that comment. It's so much easier to create for my tarot business because it's only me. I don't have to run ideas by an entire team. I don't have to ask anyone's permission to get someone else's input to do anything. So when I feel like creating something, even at 2 a.m. when I can't sleep, I just go for it. I can't help that the creative process is just different, especially when tarot is something I'm so personally attached to. My business partner sees my tarot Instagram and sees basically everything I do, so it's hard to keep things private. But I'm wondering what the best way to handle this with my business partner as what is the best way to handle this with my business partner as my side tarot business continues to grow. Whew. Uh so for I think just like pulling cards for how best to handle it. I mean, yeah. it's like so clear. I think I think it
1: definitely you need to have a conversation. Yeah. Like I think that's that goes without the tarot needing to clarify.
0: Even just saying, like, is there an area of our business together that you feel like I'm like not putting as much effort into? Like, are you seeing and just like be open to the criticism because likely there isn't anything, but she like needs to think about it too. Like I feel like she
1: needs to express herself in this way
0: and explore how she's feeling about it because we, as people who love tarot always are exploring how we're feeling about everything, Whenever anything comes up with jealousy. (laughs) It's like, why am I feeling this way? What is it bringing out in me? What area am I like not seeing of my own strength that this other person right. is doing or whatever. Yeah. So I think that maybe just saying, like, like let's talk about goals for the business and if there are areas that I have not been doing as much of since the tarot business has taken off because there's a pretty good chance she won't be able to come up with anything.
1: And also... If you have this conversation, you can always express to her, well, I'm able to do this without committee approval and things like that. Yeah, That's why just it explaining seems like that. I'm able to – that I, it, it's just that I'm able to do this on my own creativity and do it for fun without having it to impact you and our bottom line as making a business. Yeah. All, everything I do on Instagram only impacts me. And, you know, so maybe if there's something like in your business where the reins can be let up a little bit and you can creatively express yourself in your business. The, yeah. The, and that, you know, that can be a conversation as well where if if that's where she's kind of pointing things like, well, you know, where are things can I express myself creatively in our business together? You know? Yeah,
0: so. exactly. Exactly. I think that that's like a really big key is you expressed it really well to us. Yeah. Like you can wake up at 2 a.m. You can't sleep. You whip something together for Instagram. Like express that to her but it needs to be in such a calm situation so that it doesn't feel defensive and she doesn't get defensive so maybe we let's talk about let's pull cards for how to handle it and then also cards for like setting the scene like yeah like how to handle it but then also how to bring up the topic with her right okay uh okay let's do how to handle it first how to
1: handle it okay
0: So I guess more specifically, how to handle this relationship with your business partner? Right.
1: Okay. What deck are you using?
0: I'm using the deck that we're reviewing today. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. What deck are you using?
1: I'm using Hilda. Ah, oh, fun. Yeah. I pulled the Emperor and I pulled the Ace of Swords. oh, okay. that's a that's really strong like intellectual energy going to this conversation. yeah, yeah. I think like, just like
0: coming to her straight and being yeah. like, here's what here's the amount of time I'm putting into this. here's the amount of time I'm putting into our business. here's like because I think the thing is that like nobody knows how you're spending your time outside of work. And so yeah. she's perceiving it that you're like, you know, I don't know how she has time to do all this tarot stuff too. Like maybe you're just not doing anything else and saying like, look, I'm just not doing anything else. Like, <laughs> yeah, the tarot stuff is my hobby. It is my other gig, but it's also like the only thing that I'm enjoying doing right now just like yeah. come at it from like a, I have boundaries and here they are. And let's mm-hmm. like break through sort of the bullshit assumptions. I mean, don't say that cause that's way too confrontational, but like, Here's exactly what I'm doing. I just wanna be clear to you, I wanna be concise to you that this is where I'm spending my time, here's how I've established my boundaries, here's my whatever. Right. Goals, this is not
1: that. happening during work hours, I'm doing this on my own time. Yeah. And that you know, and the Emperor in Hilda, she like is overlooking her property and surveying like her property. She knows everything about what she's doing. And yeah. I think even just for your own tarot business, assessing your own tarot business, but also making those clear assessments of your business with your partner too. Maybe there's some yeah. things that you've overlooked within your partnership and missed some cues. So picking up back on those things like, oh, I I think I overlooked this and I need to pick that back up. Yeah. Or, I and that goes back
0: that. to the conversation about like, is there a specific reason that you're like being right. so icy about this? Like, right. are you perceiving that- there's stuff that I should be doing that I'm not for our business. Right,
1: right. So just kind of taking all of that into account and having that conversation and you're prepared walking into that conversation with yeah. this mindset.
0: Yeah. Okay. So then how can she be more, most prepared for this conversation? Okay. Most prepared for this conversation. Oh, no. What? Sorry, I got the Eight of Cups. Okay. <laughs> I, I got the Knight of Cups. So... <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So, I mean, I don't think that... Emo- I mean, it worries me to bring emotionality into a conversation about business like this. But right. I, I do feel like the preparation being like I am... I know that I have this emperor energy about the situation anyway. Uh-huh. So I need to... I think, okay, so, sorry, let me backtrack a little bit. The Eight of Cups, to me, always has, like, that component of, like, having assessed that you're done. Like, that's sort of the Eight of Cups' thing, is that it's a figure walking away from the Eight Stacked Cups. Right. But there's a component of it to me where it's like, all right, I've done all that I can do, and now I'm turning my back on it and walking away. So the disillusionment thing is always something that I really struggle with with that card. Because for me, especially when I was a brand-new reader, it was coming up so much more in, like... I've taken stock and now I can move on. Like maybe not even like saying like you need to go to her and be like, this isn't working or whatever, but just saying I've taken stock. I feel really emotionally good about everything that I've contributed. And now we can move on from this little like weird tense thing. Yeah, she's not, it's not sustainable for her to, for you to feel like she's upset with you forever. Like it has to be something where you have a conversation and maybe the way to prepare for that is for you to do a ton of self-assessment of like where you are spending your time, what you have been doing so that when you go to her, you're coming at it from this position of, I know I've already like looked at it. I've already assessed it. And now I'm kind of going to move forward with that. Mm -hmm. But also I think the other thing with the Knight of cups coming up for that is like, Like, are you romanticizing being able to do both so well? Like, that's part of the assessment is, are you romanticizing that you're able to keep both of these gigs up in the air? Because the Knight of Cups is such, like, a romantic character. Yeah. Like, and that's so funny. You got the Knight of Cups in the last reading, too. I did. Yeah, and it was a different deck,
1: too. I was like, okay, well... uh...
0: (laughs) I guess we're coming here. But I, I do think that, like, there... I think that, like... This is just from personal experience with us. Yeah. Like we both have full-time jobs and obviously we don't work together as our full-time job, but it's almost the inverse of that because we both have full-time jobs and then we do the podcast. And it's so easy because the podcast is sometimes much more fun than our actual job to prioritize the podcast, the tarot stuff, the community that we have here over our actual jobs. And in our brains, we're like, well, we're not dropping any balls, so we're probably fine. But if we're really, truly honest with ourselves, even just from a distraction level, like Uh I'm thinking about the podcast, so I'm not as present with my students or whatever. Right, right. Like that can be a drain on the actual job component of my life.
1: Right, right. And I think there's also a aspect to the Knight of Cups to like remember that you're also friends. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember that you love this person when you're going to the yeah. conversation, that this is not just a business partner conversation, but there may be also a friend hurt in that as well. Yeah. Not necessarily just as, like, a business partner, we're losing money because you're not paying attention, but also as a friend, they may be hurt because of something else that they are not able to share with you yet, but this is yeah. just the outspokenness of the conversation. Or even just the
0: general... Vibe of the world, like yeah. the, being in the middle of a huge, huge, giant social change and a pandemic and an election in the United States. Like I'm assuming that you're American because most of our listeners are. Yeah. Um. But if you're international, I apologize. Uh, <laughs> but like, there's just a like people are grieving so consistently and in ways uh-huh. that they haven't had to before that it makes sense that she might feel chilly and off because. Of a thousand reasons that don't have anything to do with your tarot stuff. And it still should be something where you can approach the conversation saying, you know, I've assessed everything about Mm -hmm. what I'm doing, but I still feel like there's something that's a little bit weird between us. Can we talk about it? Because I love you. Right. And you mean, you mean a lot to me and I don't want you to feel like. I'm moving on without you or like you're the eight cups and I'm the person walking away from them. Like that's not what's happening. Uh The grief shouldn't be between the two of you. It's just about like the world in general. So I think that that's a really good point, Esther, like remembering the like love that you have for each other and the friendship rather than just focusing only on the business stuff. It would probably be a good place to start. Yeah. I I think
1: Uh,
0: so. Oh, Oh my goodness. Good luck. I know. Good luck, Joanna. All right. And then today we're going to answer a third question because it is so sweet mm. and it's from Patrice. It's so sweet and so sad. Yeah. Um, I just have like such a soft spot in my heart for 12 year old girls because twelve 12- <laughs> being a 12 year old girl was it's a so goddamn hard. nightmare. <laughs> <Yeah>. So hard. <laughs> so bad. Uh, Patrice says, hello, ladies. My question is about my daughter. She's 12 years old and going into the seventh grade. And for some reason, even that just makes me want to cry. I know.
1: I just want to be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be like sobbing over here in my mic. <laughs> yeah.
0: School's always been difficult for her academically and socially because of her learning disability and anxiety. She gets a lot of extra help and therapy, which is great, but it can be a bit of a double edged sword because it can quickly get overwhelming. Last year was her first year of middle school and it did not go well at all. The handful of friends she had turned on her and mean girl her. It was soul crushing watching her little heart get broken. Side note, the school is aware and they handled it as well as they could. To add to all of this, she's gotten her first period and hormones are hitting fast and furious. She's been argumentative and really butting heads with her dad. I don't know why this is making me cry so much. Oh, it's okay. I just feel that really hard. I mean, there's like a period of my life that my family jokingly refers to as those years where Holly would stomp away from the dinner table every night. So like, I get it. Uh COVID has given us the opportunity to let up on the gas a little bit and she's gotten some breathing room in, in terms of counseling and tutoring and schoolwork, but school starts back in eight days, which I think this email was sent like a week ago. A week ago, yeah. Um, and she's terrified. Everything is gonna be crazy at school because our district is sending the kids back a couple days at school and a couple days remotely each week, which is bananas to me. Yeah. My girl is acting withdrawn and does not want to participate in anything. I've been taking a relaxed approach and don't want to push her too hard. And I do want to let her make some of her own choices for herself within reason. My husband thinks we should be pushing her to participate more with her school as a way to move forward. I see the value there, but I also see the value in letting her come into herself in her own way and her own time and just be there when she needs us. Is tough love the way to go? I'm so tired and so invested and feel like I cannot make the right choices anymore. I would like to know what the cards say about the best way I can support her.
1: This is such a good You're doing like, a, mom a good letter. Letter. job. You're Patrice. doing so good. <laughs> oh, I love this. So it's such a it's such like you can just feel like the care and love and the tenderness yes. coming from. And the she can
0: too, Patrice. Like you're yeah. you're think that being a 12-year-old girl, I can't even imagine doing it now when everyone has phones and you like mm-hmm. can't disconnect and just like pick up a book and like read with your siblings in the living room or whatever right or by yourself or just like find a way to not be interacting with your school people all the time it just blows my mind yeah oh i am sending her so much love yeah because it's just and i was like pretty okay yeah (laughs) like i wasn't dealing with as much as patrice's daughter is so i think that like having the Therapy and counseling already in place is so, so, so strong. Yes, yes. And I can't imagine trying to go back to school in the middle of this. Yeah. My school, obviously, is college students, so it's going to be different anyway, but also everything is virtual. Right, right. So there's not any of that in-person concern. Mm-hmm. Um, Okay, I'm no longer crying.
1: <laughs> I'm <laughs> coughing because I still have that I that inhaled, what is it? incense from earlier because it was like it was like natural incense made from like real tree bark and like (laughs) legit my lungs are cedar flavored so
0: okay somebody sorry patrice we will answer your question but somebody in a witch group on facebook that i'm in posted some tweet about how all of the wildfires in oregon and california and washington like we the smoke is obviously incredibly hazardous for us but as ash falls the ash could be something that would be really beautiful to collect to kind of give honor to all of the like trees and oh. brush and stuff that's burning uh huh which oh. is kind of a nice way to look at it even though there are so many things that we could have been doing to prevent all to of this from it. happening like yeah. including all of climate change but we can't right. go into that <laughs> but i like the idea of like saving some of the ash and Mm -hmm. doing something with it as a way to honor Honor. the sacrifices that the world has given us. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just like an emotional wreck. New moons usually make me feel really peaceful, but I think that like lately I'm just like, hanging on by a thread. Uh, but anyway, so for Patrice's question, I think that it's helpful because she has sort of like the, questions already in there right like is tough love the way to go but i also want to do some card pulling about how to best support right
1: because esther has opinions but esther does not want to get her opinions in the way of what the cards say so i mean honestly like has
0: tough love ever worked for you as a person absolutely not (laughs) me neither (laughs) yeah tough love has never worked for me as a person
1: as a person i like in I understand where the dad's coming from because I had parents who were very much like that like you know I was bullied in school Esther you need to keep going and you know yeah you need to forgive your bullies you need to keep going back out there but I think
0: toxic forgiveness thing
1: but I also think there's a place for letting your child has their own feelings their own like what's it's not what's the there's a really big really good word for it and I can't think of it
0: what tell me what you're trying to say and then Okay, I can so help she
1: you. so she's her own person who can make her own decisions. She has autonomy. Autonomy yeah. is the word,
0: Holly. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's she, really easy to say a 12-year-old doesn't have autonomy, but you can think about like I just yeah. thinking about 7th grade made me choke up and I was like not dealing with a pandemic and right. being bullied and like right. that because when you're 12, like you can think back to when you're 12 and have actual mm-hmm. trauma associated yeah. with
1: that time. <laughs> yeah. So I, I think I don't want to like create a rift between you and your husband, but I think definitely you're on the right track Patrice with yeah. a, per, with a daughter who's going through all these things and allowing her to kind of come to things on her own terms and come out of her shell on her own time yeah. and deal with the world in her own way is very, um, the word's not natural, but it's associated with natural. This has become our podcast nurturing. Nurturing. <laughs> our podcast has become a guessing game of what <laughs> we are trying to say. Hey, of. we get there. <laughs> we get there. We do. So it's very like nurturing and like um, way for you to love your daughter and yeah. show her like that you love her.
0: And tough love has never worked for me either, partially because I'm so stubborn. <laughs>
1: Like, so
0: stubborn that when people try to tough love me, I'm like, well, now I'm going to not do it even harder. So, way to (laughs) go. Yeah. And in fact, like, I think about this a lot because my parents were really supportive. They, like, never forced us to do anything. Like, all of us were, all of us, all three of us were constantly, like, picking up new instruments, and we'd, like, go rent the instrument from school, and then, like, a week and a half later, we'd be like, meh, never mind. Or, like, doing a sport for half of a season. Like, they didn't necessarily force us to complete stuff if we weren't into it anymore, which I'm so grateful for. But the weird thing is that my dad's a writer. And so the only thing he was super tough on us about was like writing and like he always wanted to edit our stuff. And I still, as a 33 year old won't (laughs) let my dad edit my stuff, even though he's been a writer for 35 years, like he knows how to write. And I'm still like weirdly not interested in him giving me feedback.
1: (laughs) no
0: I just exactly (laughs) it's like like I love him so much and I value his opinion so much and yet still like the part of my the probably 12 year old girl part of my brain that's like you don't know what I need to do or whatever gets really triggered by
1: him trying to help me with editing stuff yeah
0: so I don't know I mean that's our own trauma about tough love but we should still pull cards for it
1: yes I switch to Playful Heart Tarot because I feel like that would be a really That's good deck for the daughter.
0: I wish—I mean, I know that Patrice didn't include her daughter's name for privacy reasons, but I just wish that we could like know it so that we could
1: <laughs> think about her just, name. Like,
0: yeah, think about her and just like have some, you know, witchy podcasting aunts, yeah, in her emotional corner. <laughs>
1: Her, like sending her like emotional hugs and all of a sudden like well where, what is this feeling coming from yeah
0: she's like where
1: what's going where on I getting
0: all this weird random support from strangers <laughs> we just love you girl we don't even know yeah
1: okay so what's the first question I've already caught the okay first, first question
0: sorry <laughs> so the first question was the tough love yay or nay
1: okay Ooh.
0: and then depending on that answer we can talk about strategies to help her the most okay
1: I'm just going to pull cards for how it would feel going the tough love route because yes. Or oh, no, how she would hard. feel. Right. Yeah. Right. Cause how just,
0: tough love will go. Basically. It will work out, basically, yeah. yeah. I'm calling her Patricita in my head for little Patrice. Patrice. <laughs>
1: yeah. What did you get?
0: I got the Ace, uh, or sorry, the Eight of Cups and the Page of Swords.
1: Okay, and I got the Star and the Chariot, interestingly enough.
0: Yeah, I think that that's like the thing where Tough Love would maybe make her withdraw more, but maybe it would be also the best way to push forward. Forward I mean, the victory involved with the Chariot is always something Mm -hmm. where it's like, there does have to be a trade-off, like it's, it's not like the six of wands where it's like celebratory. It's just right. Like force basically. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So Your I think,
0: yeah, exactly. So I think that it would probably not help with the being withdrawn thing. And I think mm-hmm. there would be ramifications surrounding that, yeah. but it could also be a way to sort of like feel like you're doing something in a time where there isn't a lot of that happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And there is stuff that she I think maybe the page of swords and the star in there is that there is stuff that her withdrawnness right now is preventing her from exploring that she would really like that would offer her solace and peace and like curiosity and energy. So there is sort of that like gray area where like, yes, yes it might make her make her more withdrawn to be pushed into participating in stuff more. Mm -hmm. Um, It might like that with that eight of cups and it might feel like it's just through sheer force of will with that chariot, but maybe there would be a spark of something within it. That would be something that would be good for her.
1: Yeah. And uh, especially with like the chariot and the star with them both being majors to me, it's like, this is like a fast path to a healing place. Like where where you know that her finding those friendships is kind of like, okay, we're going to push you to kind of like, out the yeah. door to meet those, these people, and it won't happen as quickly as it would where she's withdrawn at home and on her own time.
0: So then maybe that's a good thing to also go into. Like, what area should the tough love be focused on? Because if it's just generally, like, you need to participate more, that won't do the same thing as if it's, like, you need to participate in theater this year, or you need right. to participate in dance this year, or whatever. Like, maybe finding that little spark of the star would be uh-huh. a helpful way to direct the tough love so that it's not just like holistic Holistically, force. right
1: and especially where that's that curiosity is sparked in that page of swords that i'm about to sneeze <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> <laughs> esther's the cutest <laughs> sneezer in the world it's the worst but i think maybe like taking that trying to see if we could suss out yeah. that focus of like i love that, that. where the cage of swords
0: is yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good idea uh, because I think the other thing is that she's already getting access to therapy. So in the ways that tough love didn't work for us because we weren't in therapy, yes, yes. it could work for her because she's already in therapy. So she knows that like there's a third party adult to talk to about stuff rather mm-hmm. than it just being something that she internalizes when she's being asked to push, 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 push.
1: Right. So, okay. So pulling cards for this...
0: some areas of, Focus. Focus.
1: There you go. What did you get? Okay, I got the Knight of Swords, but when I looked at it, so there's, like, on the knight, there's this dragon.
0: What deck like, are you... This is A oh, Playful yeah, heart, heart, heart Dragon,
1: yeah. I was <laughs> like, that's not Hilda? There's a dragon <laughs> on the Knight of Swords? <laughs> yeah, suddenly Hilda took a turn. But, like, when I drew it, when I drew the card, like, I got, a, in, like, a ping of art like drawing artistic like art or something because of just the way that the dragon I guess is drawn in a like fantasy sort of way and maybe that's like an expressive sort of thing that she can focus on with her knight of swords and
0: I think that makes a lot of sense because I got the nine of cups and the knight of wands and so I think the nine of cups is maybe something that she like Pushing her and giving her tough love to go to get back on the horse or whatever the metaphor we want to use, the in, dragon, in something that she already has done really well in, uh-huh. and something she's already kind of established herself in with that nine of cups, like the status, something she's already been satisfied with herself about, would be mm-hmm. a good place for her to continue forward in. And I think that the art thing makes a lot of sense for the knight of uh, swords, mm-hmm. and then the knight of wands is also it's something that like she's really passionate about already and so maybe focusing the intentional uh pressure in an area that she already really likes would make it so that it's not like tough love where you're forcing her to be someone she's not and more like tough love where you're forcing her back into something that she already feels like she likes
1: and she's successful in and she's proud of, and she can display it for people to see. And yeah, it's already, it already makes her feel good to receive that affirmation. And so it may be a little bit easier to direct her in that route.
0: Yeah, totally. I, so I would look for something that she already loves and then just encourage that rather yeah. than like, just go back to school and do Especially everything. Yeah. We're still in a pandemic. Like she shouldn't be doing after-school activities on campus.
1: Right? Am I imagining that? No comment because I'm just I'm gonna start ranting about it. So (laughs) anyway, Patrice,
0: let us know how it goes. Keep us updated. We've got your we're emotionally invested in this. Yeah. Yeah, we have your baby bird on our mind.
1: Oh, <laughs> baby bird. Okay, she's gonna be baby bird in our minds until we have a real name. So
0: yeah, exactly.
1: Aww. Yes.
0: Uh, and also, I'm sure you have all the other wildlings who are thinking about her too. Because yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people who are drawn to this sort of like self development tarot stuff probably don't have the most fond memories of being twelve. <laughs> yes.
1: Oh, uh, yes. Not at all. Exactly.
0: All right, shall we move on to some announcements and some Patreon
1: shout up? Yes, let's do it. Yay. Let's start
0: with our only announcement, which is the Wildly Tarot deck and the Wildly Lenormand deck are back in stock. Yay. You can get them. Yay. If you're a Patreon supporter, you still get 20% off of those. And uh, yeah, so go ahead and order some. We've got yeah. them.
1: Yeah, we've got them, and they are beautiful. And I love my little jelly bean deck. I've been, like, shuffling it the whole time here. Yeah,
0: where's mine? I'm going to pull her out um
1: okay and did we have any other announcements
0: i think that that's it for now
1: yes that's it for now (laughs) (laughs) i gave it a very thoughtful sigh i know that was so
0: thoughtful you (laughs) took like four beats
1: i was like hmm is there anything that came to mind Because we mentioned the decks. Yeah, that's our
0: only announcement, I I, think.
1: I I want to say that learning via keywords is valid. The keywords are right in front of you and you don't need to go flip through any pages to go find different keywords. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I think that it's really easy for people who are already really confident tarot readers to say, you don't need to learn the keywords. You just have to go based on intuition. But I remember being a brand new tarot reader and being like, yeah, but if I know the keywords, then I can trust my intuition more because I'm not just going to be like, oh, now I'm going way off into the into the deep end. You know, you know the keywords and then you can like extrapolate based on that.
1: Right. And I have like I already print off everything and staple it and I don't want to have to like miss like losing pages or where's my place or whatever. It's just right there in front of me. I can flip through it really easily. But speaking
0: of Patreon, because speaking of keywords I guess uh, one of the benefits of joining our Patreon is a really beautiful sheet of tarot definitions and a really beautiful sheet of Lenormand definitions. Yeah. That you get to download when you become a Patreon supporter. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, our Patreon is really great and we have a lot of content, although this summer we've slowed down a little bit, but we're going to pick back up now that we're back to our normal schedule um, yes. And we also offer like early releases of some episodes and just us being goofballs and spreads we like and spreads for the community and all sorts of stuff
1: out there. Yeah. We're our more true selves on Patreon than anyone else.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like we have any other self to be. It's very true. Although you will only get Esther's fanfic of, of-
1: <laughs> Road to okay. Avonlea on the Patreon read by yours truly and holly reacting in real time yeah
0: it's so beautiful (laughs) so patreon shout outs our first patreon supporter this month is or this week yeah probably this this month since we haven't done it since we haven't
1: done it (laughs) august
0: 22nd or something uh is laura b and laura b your card is the devil Woo.
1: Six, seven. And KCT, your card is the Queen of Cups.
0: Emma J, your card is the Nine of Pentacles.
1: Star, star. Oh, hi, star. I know. Your card name. is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. The Two of Pentacles.
0: Aw. Yeah. Katie M, your card is the Two of Swords.
1: Ooh. Good luck in decision making. And Whitney L, your card is the Queen of Wands. Oh, I love that. I do too. Awesome. So if you want to support
0: us on Patreon, you can do that by following the link in the show notes or going to patreon.com slash podcast. If you can't commit to being a Patreon supporter, we totally, totally get it. Uh, It's a weird time. But if you'd like to make a one-off donation, which I think we just never mention anymore. No. (laughs) uh, You can do that on wildlytarot.com under our shop. You can just give a one-off donation and... It really does help us, uh, kind of keep doing this. Yes, keep the lights on. We, you know, hosting fees. Last month, yeah. I was like, "Oh crap. crap!" All of our hosting
1: fees and like I website know. fees and everything came well, at the same time. It's bad because our podcast hosting is one month, then we skip a month, and then the next month is like website hosting. So it's like, yeah, we <laughs>
0: like, just totally uh... forget.
1: <laughs> totally forget
0: every every year. Um, Okay, and so now we're gonna move on to our deck of the week. Where did I put my deck of the week? <laughs> what the hell? You were and using I it. I know I just... was Oh, there it is. It's behind my coffee. Okay.
1: I was like, you were using it. <laughs> like,
0: yeah, I was. And then I put it down to use our deck for a minute, and then I lost it, and it was just slightly hidden. Um, So this week we are talking about the territorial training tarot deck from Pamela of Oak Grove Mercantile. And Pamela sent this deck to us when we did our, please send us your decks, we'd love to oh, review yay. them, sort of call on Instagram, which we remain uh, interested in.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. We always we've talked about in. this a lot
0: before. We uh, have only really reviewed decks that we've bought, but that is a completely bananas way of running a podcast. <laughs> so if anyone wants to send us a deck, we're happy to review it. And we're yeah. really happy to hear from Oak Grove Mercantile about this. Yeah. We'll post pictures of it on our Instagram so you can kind of see what it looks like. But, Territorial, according to Pamela, Territorial is the perfect training deck for those who are just starting out, wanting to relearn tarot, or who just need some extra instruction. Think of them as tarot flashcards. Territorial is ideal for newcomers to tarot, but seasoned readers have given us a ton of feedback saying that this deck has helped them brush up on their knowledge. Each card contains explanations directly on the card to showcase the associated elements, meanings, and interpretations when upright and reversed. Uh so I think that maybe just like addressing the elephant in the room that we also have a deck that is very similar but it is a little ours is smaller like in size and yes. also smaller in scope. Yes. Um, so we are not going to compare the two because I do think that they're no. different enough that we don't even have to. Yeah. Um. But ours is the RWS meanings, the astrological associations, and then the Terra de Marseille meanings. And then on the back of the card, it just says the name of the card. So that's what yeah. ours is structured like. And then for the rest of it, we won't compare them to each other. Right. Um. Where you can find it is on Etsy. It's on Oak Grove Mercantile's Etsy shop. And It is a full 78 card deck standard size in a uh, tuck box. And it also includes an eight page accordion insert pamphlet, which has a couple of spreads in it, which is really cute. Yeah, that was
1: really cute. Uh,
0: And also helpful just because sometimes you can get so overwhelmed with the number of spreads, but this is just like so straightforward. Um, And I guess the construct variations are that each card contains explanations directly on the card it has, let's go from top to bottom. Okay. This is upside down. So the backs are just a regular tarot back. I think that that's one of the things that based on the the Etsy posting, I feel like a lot of people maybe expected it to have the RWS images on one side, but it is much more streamlined than that. So it, on the face of the card, it says the name of the card, um, the keywords for the card, a explanation of what the image looks like of what the image would look like on an RWS deck. And Mm -hmm. then some, I guess like things to think about, about the card, the astrological associations with the card. And then if you flip it around the reversed meaning and the, uh, a little like reflection area for the reversed meaning as well for each of the cards. Yes. Yeah. So it's focused on the RWS definitions and Yeah. I like the tone of it. It's like navy blue and gold, which Mm -hmm. you know that Esther and I both have a total thing for.
1: Yes. Um, Very
0: much. And so. so I think for the level of readings, it's appropriate for
1: basically anybody. Right. Yeah. Because, like they said in the their blurb, that it's good to brush up on things. It's good just to kind of have and like flip through and read. Like, oh, okay, this was yeah means and even like for people like us who don't read reversals, if we were to at one point like do a, get a reversed card, we could always flip through this deck and like you know, oh, here's the reversed meaning. I'm yeah, totally. Too. And honestly,
0: the card stock is so delightful that as I've been using it today, I feel like it's going to be one of those decks that I want to have around just to shuffle. I really like the card stock.
1: It's good. It Shuffles really nicely and smoothly
0: yeah and I I mean I did go through and read most of the cards themselves and I think that maybe instead of doing favorite cards because there's no artwork to really like ascribe favorite to I thought that it mm-hmm. might be fun to um just read from a card like maybe yeah. for the card about our relationship with the deck or just our identifier card maybe oh yeah uh-huh. just to kind of read through it and see what it's like. Um, But I do think that so I think that the strength of it is that there's so much information on these cards. So if you I feel like I would use this not so much for flashcards, but for journaling as I'm learning the cards like yes, or if I want to go through it and kind of re associate card meanings. Mm -hmm. I think that this would be helpful for like pulling a card and journaling about it in a day. As a flashcard, I think it might be a little bit too much information just because it is a lot of content. Right. But I think that as like a like a practice of how do I want to like develop my relationships with each card. I would almost say like pulling a card from this deck would be more beneficial when you're very first getting started than pulling a card from another deck, because Mm -hmm. I know that a lot of people would like pull a card and then do just totally intuitive journaling. But I do think that it's kind of cool to have sort of like the basic definitions already on the card. It might make that journaling process something that you're more capable of doing on a consistent
1: basis. Mm I also think that the miners also have like all the astro, uh, like elemental and astrological associations. So I think if you're interested in learning that this would be a really great deck to have on hand to yeah. like just quickly write those down because sometimes like spreadsheets can just get overwhelming and things like that. So having the symbols like learning the symbols from this deck would be really, really beneficial I think t- too for miners. Oh,
0: you mean just the actual glyphs? Yes. Not even like their even... associations with the cards.
1: Yeah. You're totally right. Because they're just right there playing so I could so like I'm looking at the Ten of Wands, so it's Aries, Sagittarius, Leo, and Fire. Is that's where all four of the associations are. Yeah. So the elemental, of course, is fire, and then of course Aries, Sagittarius, and Leo are the astrological. So it just yeah. it make it so much kind of easier if that's if that's something that you're intent- intentional in wanting to learn. Yeah. Using if glyphs would be helpful. just
0: like don't stick with you, which for some yeah. reason I can remember like Half of them. And the other yeah. half, I'm like,
1: is that Virgo? <laughs> what's this? The Aries looks like a Virgo, a V. What's a, what's a.
0: Like... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's a good point. So there yeah. are a lot of, because there's so much information, there's a lot of like smaller uses that you could pick these up for and get a lot out of because. Yes. Of. Yes. Um, okay. So should we, do you want to talk about our signifier cards and read from that? Or do you want to pull a card
1: I from the deck? Have, I pulled my signifier out.
0: Okay, so you read your signifier and I'll find mine.
1: Okay, I do want you to read read both the upright and reverse. Yeah, let's do it, just to give more information. Okay, Queen of Wands. Confidence, determination, independence, courage, joy. The Queen of Wands sits proudly on a throne, a symbol of strength and fire. Images of sunflowers are scattered throughout, which symbolize life, fertility, and joy. A black cat sits at the Queen's feet. And the meaning is... You're finding yourself to be self-aware and confident as you're discovering your life's purpose. You know what you want and how to get it. Stay laser focused and keep that friendly, optimistic attitude. It'll serve you well. And then the reversed is selfishness, introversion, insecurity, jealousy. You're feeling more closed off than usual, and you're finding yourself spending more time on the sidelines or at home rather than out and about. Oh, you're finding yourself
0: spending more time on the (laughs) sidelines rather than out and about? Weird. Weird. <laughs> so is uh, everyone else in the world <laughs> uh, yeah exactly and also i mean you do that yeah, yeah, without covid but also yeah, yeah, I, we're in the middle of a pandemic I think
1: that could probably be ascribed to everybody <laughs> Sorry, I just laughed hopefully that. hopefully
0: oh there's stay great. at home i went through this three times to find my signature. i
1: found yours before i found mine so that was really funny <laughs> don't feel guilty for taking time to connect with yourself self-love is important discover your true self and invest time from within
0: I always like it when we're given a task with each card. Like oh, I think yeah. I just got uh, the tarot lady's new book and she has a lot of that in her book too. Mm-hmm. I think that that is what makes it such a good journaling exercise because uh-huh. the more that we can look at a card and say, here are the steps to take related to this card, the more developmental the reading is, which right. as everyone who listens to this knows is really important to you and I. Right, like we, right, right. You and me, we really care about that
1: a lot. Yeah, Exactly.
0: So the Queen of Pentacles says creature comforts, practicality, financial security. The Queen of Pentacles sits on a decorated throne holding a golden coin while surrounded by blossoming trees and lush greenery. Gosh, that sounds delightful. <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I know that's just the actual RWS definition, but don't you want to be like, surrounded like, by blossoming trees and lush greenery right now? Uh, the Queen is surrounded by various animals and depicts success and prosperity. An upright Queen of Pentacles is a precau- is precaution to avoid any misaligned investments. She seeks to teach you to be independent and wise. This card represents oh, look, Esther's holding a bouquet of flowers in front of her
1: face now.
0: She got roses today.
1: <laughs> it's 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 because we want to be around lush greenery. So. Exactly,
0: exactly. We need to be surrounded by flowers or flowering trees. Um, she seeks to teach you to be independent and wise. This card represents nurture, comfort, and stability. Uh, I've never seen the queen of pentacles as a precaution to avoid misaligned investments. To me, it's more like you are aligned. You know what I mean? Like upright. It's, I don't see it as cautionary as Uh much. Yeah. Reversed jealousy, financial independence, and self-care. When reversed, the queen of pentacles is telling you to focus on self-care. You may have been spending a lot of your time and energy into caring for your family or work. Now is the time to sit back and focus inward. Seek help if you need to balance all of your responsibilities, whether it's a housekeeper, a nanny, or something similar. So maybe we should also pull another card to just give a little bit more definition to it since that...
1: Yeah. Let's see our relationship with the deck card. What comes out? And we can read back. I
0: got the Ace of Cups.
1: Okay. Three, four, five, six, seven. Da 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 da, da. Four of Pentacles. <laughs> hey, we could read our card of the day today. Yeah, <laughs> you can go first since I just Are talked sure? about the Queen
0: of Pentacles.
1: Okay, so Four of Pentacles. Security conservatism. I almost said conversatism. Hey, conservatism, <laughs> scarcity, control, restraint. Is that where you just wear a lot of Converse? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just really like my high top All Stars. <laughs> it was it was my uh goth period as well as goth as i got was
0: converse Converse? that is on being a uh, conservative evangelical in a southern state
1: i was i was definitely not pointed out as a satan worshiper no definitely almost they almost caught me but no The Four of Pentacles depicts a person sitting on a stool holding tightly under four pentacles. One is balanced on their head, one is gripped tightly between both arms, and two are under their feet. And the meaning is you've managed to accumulate a significant amount of material wealth after working very hard to get your point. To get to the point you're at now, be sure not to become overly greedy and hoarding your wealth. Without risk, there is no reward. Don't be afraid to jump into uncharted territory. Try a new venture, invest in a business, or seek new opportunities. And the reverse is overspending, greed, possessiveness, stinginess. You've been nothing but materialistic and have been spending your money carelessly and wildly. Yeah, I have. (laughs) Yikes (laughs) Buying dog food (laughs) You should get a hold on your financial resources Before they start running dry You may also be having a difficult time Trusting people right now And are being stingy with your emotions So for
0: Ace of Cups it says Proposal, marriage, intuition, spirituality, new feelings This card traditionally shows a hand emanating from the clouds Holding a cup which is overflowing with sparkling water The water is trickling downwards in five streams Representing the power of intuition let go of any emotional baggage that's weighing you down and, and start truly living your life. This is your opportunity for a fresh start or a new relationship. Whether or not you choose to take the cup and drink is up to you. And then reversed, it says emotional loss, emptiness, and blocked creativity. You've been hurting due to some emotional instability, pain, or loss for a long while. You may also be experiencing some sort of creative blockage. Who has the control of your cup and who allowed it to overturn? Think about what you can do to get a firm grip and get it right side up again. I'm into it. Uh, okay. So yeah, the rest of our um, sort of cultural component parameters don't really apply to this deck because it's literally only text. It doesn't even have the writer smith images on it, so we can't even go based off of that. So uh, the cultural components aren't applicable, but it's a it's a neat deck. It's pretty yeah. helpful. There's a ton of information on it. I think that if you're trying to get your feet underneath you with, like, looking at definitions and ways to move forward, I think that this mm-hmm. would be really helpful to have as part of your collection, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I love, like, the colors. The colors are great. Yeah. I mean, the blue, come it. on. The blue. Can't beat it. Gold.
0: Why like, are we such let me swim weirdos? I just, yeah, exactly. I mean, I, there's like, nothing I love I'm more like backstroking
1: than backstroking navy. This
0: deck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so next week we are going to be reviewing finally Memento Mori from Black and the Moon. Both of us have been working with this deck really, really closely over the last few months. Yeah, uh, and Claire from Black and the Moon has it up for pre-order again. So we thought it might be nice to kind of go through it. Together, um, she's not going to be joining us, although I guess we could ask her if she wants to, <laughs> um, yeah. but we'll be reviewing Memento Mori, and if you haven't already, go ahead and give her podcast that's called the Memento Mori Oracle Podcast a listen, because our dear Esther is the editor of it,
1: Yeah, and <laughs> it
0: is so good. If you love a spooky story and atmospheric music mm-hmm. and really, really good writing, yeah listen to it she claire has done i mean obviously everyone who listens to this knows that i'm a total stan of claire i think she's amazing but the podcast is objectively fantastic Mm -hmm. and she's going through the memento mori cards and talking about the lore associated with them um so if you like spooky stories listen to that and then we'll be reviewing the deck next week yes
1: Yay, I'm so excited. So, so excited. It felt good to do an episode again, Esther. I know, a full-blown episode. Well, full-blown in like a half episode. Uh, yeah. Much we did three usual. questions. Yeah.
0: But that's our show and we missed it. <laughs> Don't forget to send us your questions. You can find all of our contact
1: information at wildlytarot.com, including a handy form with which to submit questions. And also, tell your friends and rate and review us. Please give us some reviews. We've been getting, like, lots of Spotify people coming recently, and I think it's because Ooh. we're so, like, well-reviewed on iTunes somehow. Yeah. In the way of the algorithms, that matters. Yeah,
0: people are finding us on... We're being suggested on Spotify. Finally,
1: somehow, somehow something's Who working. knows?
0: It's all a mystery. It's a mystery. But, but we it, appreciate the reviews. Yeah, we appreciate it As long it so as they're much. five
1: stars. Yeah. <laughs> if there's anything lower, we really don't care. So... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can also follow us on Instagram at wildly tarot podcast or join our Facebook community by searching for wildly tarot podcast at Facebook or on Facebook.
1: We have a red bubble shop and we also have discord. So you yeah, on discord, we have like lots of cute, fun conversations. I had a really good conversation today with one of our listeners who had a really spooky deck.
0: Spooky, spooky deck. deck. Love it. Yeah. The discord's great. I, it's really fun. Uh, and also I know that a lot of people are trying to leave Facebook yeah. Uh so the Discord is a great way to still feel connected with other wildlings and with us. Chat and with us. Yeah. yeah. And remember, go forth and tarot wildly this week.
1: We love you so much. We do love you so much. Bye. <laughs> love you. <laughs>